Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm Mason. Hey, what's up, Mason? Hey, man. It's good to be back. <laughs> another Monday night. It's another Monday night. Not like we recorded last minute before we got to put up the show or anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> It w- it wouldn't be you know welcome to Cup Talk if we weren't recording at last minute you know editing at like two thirty in the morning so hey we're here That's, we're getting right. the people what they want for. <laughs> what our sweetest fish it's a sweetest yeah. <laughs> like Alice actually was just like here Dad you want some more of my Halloween candy and she was handing me some sweetest fish is that I'll eat that at when I'm re- when I'm uh, editing tonight so <laughs> thank you I will for later <laughs> but yeah you have a good weekend. It was it was all right. So we uh, we tried to do some Halloween uh, Halloween parties again, but it was we, we had COVID a couple weeks ago. Well, it's been like four weeks since Hillary got tested positive, and uh, she like kind of had a little relapse this weekend. So oh. we ended up having to kind of cancel plans. Got her uh, a nebulized treatment on Saturday to open up her airways, but. They gave, they gave her a prescription, and then we're going to go for a follow-up tomorrow. So she's, she's making it through, but, you know, for some reason, I think she was coming out of COVID, and then the Department of Health was like, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. She went and got a Pfizer oh. shot, and I think, like, I think it was too early, man. It was too soon. Put her oh. back down. Yeah, so that's that's too bad to hear. Hopefully she's feeling better in the next couple of days and, you know, get back to in the middle, swing of things. Appreciate it, man. It gave us time to watch hockey, though. We watched, you know, a lot of the NHL games on. So, hey, <laughs> it was good stuff. There was a lot of good games on Saturday. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. What about you guys? Halloween with the kids. You know, that was typical. Kids went and trick-or-treated with their friends. They don't want to trick-or-treat with me anymore. So we dropped Oh, they want to go out with friends. Yeah, so we spent most of Halloween night just, like, running around kids and stuff everywhere and just dropping them off, this friends, that friends, and then me and Brooks, we, we went down and around the, you know, street a little bit, you know, he got his little ref outfit out, so we decided, like, I, he's got to go out trick-or-treating, so I took him to a couple houses, and then we came home, and he loved every time the doorbell rang or whatever, he was just, like, run, grab the bucket, Trick or treat, <laughs> <laughs> handing out to the kids, and he was loving it. So that, that was probably the best part of the night was hanging out with Brooks and giving out candy. But and then we went over to my let's see what else did we do that night. We went to um, Autumn's parents' house after our, <clears throat> we went trick or treating and handed out candy because she had people over and they did some haunted house graham cracker houses things for the kids and then. Benny's just in his new house, and so he had a Halloween party. So we went to his house. I mean, it's like ten o'clock now. And then we go over to his house for a little bit of Halloween party, and you know, catch the le- the the scraps that are left over, and <laughs> right. said what up to them, chips and, and salsa. yep, and that's pretty much what I ate was chips and salsa. <laughs> <laughs> like there's always chips and salsa, man. Yeah, yeah. Keep bottomless dish. That's right. So. Yeah, it was a long night, and then, of course, you know, Sunday was Halloween, too, and we were like, eh, whatever, we were just too tired, and we had hockey and stuff, so, and then, you know, but there's still trick-or-treaters came out, and, you know, I was like, you know what, God yeah. God bless the trick-or-treaters that went out on Sunday for keeping thy, um, ha- you know, holiday haunted. <laughs> the tradition on the actual day, right? Yeah. yeah. It was kind of crazy how much people, like, Packed up shop after Saturday night. Yeah, I. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's people that had a haunted house in my neighborhood. Dude, the guy had it all gone by Sunday. What? It was like, just Saturday, man. Like there was stuff everywhere. He was and that sign out for Saturday <laughs> night, and then it was all gone Sunday, dude. He was that committed to like like Saturday night. Like I love just Halloween, Saturday. but guess what? In Utah, no Halloween on Sunday. <laughs> Thou shalt not trick or treat on Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, I think was, I, you know, props to the kids that went out both nights and like, we had a few. It wasn't a whole lot, but like, dude, I gave them five times as much candy as I did the night before. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I was generous. We we did a Tootsie Pop this this summer this time, and we had yeah, with two boxes and 
went through a box on Saturday and had a box left on Sunday. It was like, take three, take four. Yeah. Here's more, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it was a lot of older kids, I think, on Sunday, actually, too. So good on them for still yeah. going out and trick-or-treating. But, yeah, um, pretty much that's it, you know. And then I mean, we can jump into – youth hockey because that's pretty much what consumes my yeah. life these days and my weekends so right now with between the lady grizz and the lightning we go monday night that's why we're recording now at you know almost 10 o'clock and then we go tuesday to lightning wednesday to lady grizz again and then thursdays we have off but alice has dance <laughs> so we do pick up a dance on thursdays and then Fridays were lightning practice, and then Saturdays were lightning and Lady Grizz if they both have it, and then Sunday were usually lightning also. So we're down, we're up to like six days of the, at Steiner basically. <laughs> A lot of community. Yeah, it, it's I pretty much I should just move to Salt Lake because we're there every night. <laughs> if they can rent you guys a room at the rink somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we're actually, me and Autumn are going to go to the, the Lanny concert. Lanny, Lanny, I don't know how to say it. Uh, I think it's next Wednesday, and Lexi has Lady Grizz, and she's like, oh, man, what am I going to do? I don't know if I know anyone. I was like, well, we could just, like, you know, drop you off before the concert, and then we'll just pick you up at midnight. So just, you know, hang out at the rink. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like that too much, so we'll see. <laughs> Probably won't go on that Wednesday, but yeah, we got a tournament coming up, and we'll have games Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday with that. With practices actually sprinkled in there, so we're excited for that. And yeah, dude, awesome. it's it's rolling, it's rolling, it's fun. We're having a blast. It's just it's just good to be playing. A lot of repetition, man. Yeah, good to be around the rink, and then we get to get our men's league on. Yeah, we get Friday, yeah right? we get our men's league starting this Friday nine fifteen out of the Bountiful. We're gonna be playing Young Kia, my my uh, former coaching partner and good friend uh, Devin runs that team. So be excited to see him. I haven't seen him since uh, we left DC Wind. So yeah, excited for that. We did have a uh, Lexi had her first game or games with the Lightning this last week. We went down to Provo for her first game with the team. And Lexi plays pretty conservative, which is, it's all right. She plays smart, but um, it was 1-1 with like 10 seconds left. Lexi took a hooking penalty, and they brought the face off all the way back down in our zone. And they actually took her number on the lighting as 17, and they grabbed 77 and put him in the box. And so Lexi went to go line up and take the face off. And then the other refs came by. I was like, no, 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 no. It's her. It's her. <laughs> uh, long girl. And so, can't get away. Yeah, so they <laughs> took her to the box, and she's standing there watching her team. There's 11 seconds in the game, like, watching it. They fa- the other team won the faceoff, and then the kid took two shots in front of the net and scored. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, with four seconds left. So. Pulled the Crosby. Yeah, seriously, she did pull across. <laughs> I had that in my notes later. We'll go over that. So just just teasing that one. <laughs> that was that was something, man. Hey, you first came back, you know, first came back. Okay. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's, that's rough, man. It sucks when you get a late penalty fifty if it, if it costs you. But I think most of us have been there at some point. Yeah. Or I, another. So. Kind of emotional sucked. game. Yeah, it was her first time on the team. She felt like she let him down because she was in the box for the last, you know, <laughs> face-off. And, yeah, it was it was rough. She's pretty good at face-off, so, you know, she wanted to be out there. But it's all right. It's hockey season. We'll, we'll get we'll get him next time. It's what it is. But, yeah, so, I mean, that's, well, pretty, good. Much, good that's, pretty, much, that's pretty much it for youth hockey. Well, we, we, we played another practice game on Sunday. We... We have like a two-hour practice slot, so like we did a practice with another team, like we invited another team to come practice, and then we had a scrimmage game, but like we had a ref and everything, and it was fun. So, pretty much got an extra game okay. in on Sunday. So, yeah, um, pretty much that's all the hockey, you know, youth hockey I got. Um, moving on to high school, you just bounce over to high school. Um, I was, I've been trying to like get more stats. Nobody's updated the standings on the website still after we. 
Call them out. I guess I guess no one listens to this podcast that you know that has any power with the website. But I was doing a little digging, and they update the scores on there. They just don't update the standings. Okay, so like the latest scores. So like you can go see like every team's scores. So I went and looked and kind of looked around at the scores. And in the D1 division, it looks like UCI North is kind of like they're the undefeated team. Um, I mean, they're 6-0. and Park City has one loss, and it was two UCI North. So 2-1. to one. So it was a close game. So, And then um, the um, – let's see. the I think it's NUI. I think they're also up there. So those those are the pretty much the teams that look – Pretty good in the D1 division. Um, in the D2 division, uh, looks like... Oh, NUI also in the D2. Maybe they're not only in the D2. Yeah, I think they're in the D2. But they also look strong. Cash Valley looks strong. And Juan Diego was at the top of it, and they were undefeated. And they were playing tonight while I was watching, while Lexi had practice. I was like, oh, going to see Juan Diego. They're playing Skyline. I think Skyline's like a... A 50-50 team. And so I was like, oh, you know, Juan Diego's probably going to wash him. Dude, Juan Diego lost 5-1 to one to Skyline. Wow. So they went from undefeated. You know, they had their first loss tonight, and I was there, and it was just like, what? I was like, well. It's funny how it can happen like that. But I, I watched their team, and Juan Diego really wasn't that much better of a team. Like, Skyline was a better team, but Juan Diego had better players. So, right. I mean, it definitely. So maybe the that individualism was really good in the beginning of the season. It's kind of tailored off and falling apart now. So, um, yeah, it was. I mean, that was a. It was a good game from what I saw from Skyline. I mean, they they held strong. There, of course, the end of the game it looked like it was getting a little chippy and stuff. But yeah, so Skyline looked strong, and that D two division looks like it's up for grabs. With Juan Diego losing tonight, I mean Bingham's kind of the top of that, and yeah, I mean that's pretty much. They uh, there was a game between Juan Diego and Bingham. Oh no, Juan Diego I think tied Bingham, but there was like twelve penalties. So maybe this Juan Diego team is also taking a lot of penalties. Like, I think they're maybe they're sore losers. <laughs> Not very, you know, Catholic to them. Juan Diego's always win. Were they, were they good when you played high yeah. school? They were. Well, they had the Alex Calran when I was in there, who ended up playing in the, went on to play juniors in the BCHL and then, uh, you know, at Air Force Academy. And he was there my sophomore and junior year, and then he left his senior year. So we were able to beat him my senior year, but they were still good. Um, but when he was there, dude, I think he scored nine goals on us one time. It was just insane. I was. Dang. Like just firing at will, dude. I I just was like, this guy's in another level. I can't catch him, and if I touch him, I I he lays me out every time. <laughs> like I was just like, this kid wins, man. He wins. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, they were always at least decent, and then yeah, we finally got him our senior year. But I did a whole little debacle on my senior. Year. I I like kind of like put my hands, I got a penalty and I like kind of put my arms straight across. Like I was across and I was like, pray for me when I was going to the box. Cause that was their like motto. Juan Diego or pray for us. Oh, that's funny. And I came out of the box and their captain just like railed me in the boards. Oh no. <laughs> it was pretty good. Got the taunting. <laughs> I mean, now the Mount little Madonna side to come out in high school, dude. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that stuff. I don't know if I, I did some, I, I don't know. I was kind of a, I think I had more of a chip on my shoulder when I played high school hockey. I was definitely a lot dirty of a goalie. I think I, I did yeah. a lot of, I think I, I don't know if I led the league in penalties, but I took a lot of penalties, a lot of slash in the back <laughs> of the legs. <laughs> I can see it, dude. I mean, high school gets, so goony sometimes out here, you know. And there's like kids that just play to be goons, and so I think it's just like that culture of it. Sometimes it just it gets in, in you know, it it infiltrates your your skin and your blood. You're playing, and you just kind of like the goon comes out of you, it, no matter who you are. Well, I feel like the last five minutes of like every high school game, it's like 
It's like everybody's last game they're ever gonna play. It's like this is my last chance to kill somebody. <laughs> and that Free last, for all. Yeah. That last five minutes always had like twice as many penalties as like the entire game. It seemed like you know when you were playing. It's true. And it just got out of like, control. Like people were just getting tossed left and right that last five minutes. It was kind of like a it's kind of like a football game or like where the last five minutes actually lasts like twenty five minutes or like a basketball game. Like the last thirty seconds actually yep. lasts like five minutes. But a high school game it was that last five minutes lasted <laughs> so much longer. <laughs> it's so bad for that scorekeeper, like hand jamming a million penalties. <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome! Those are the good old days, high school days. All right, the glory. <laughs> you know, when I was little, I, 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 high school hockey was what I wanted to play, and I was so like that's what I looked forward to, and I thought it was going to be the coolest, like funnest part of my hockey career. And by my senior year, I was just done with high school hockey, and. Yeah. You know, and I, it was funny. We were at this this game tonight, and one of the other moms that was at the Lady Grizz game on the Lady Grizz team, she kind of looked around and she said, it's crazy that this is the crowd for a high school game. And I was like, yeah, because Juan Diego is the top team in the state, and Skyline is good too, and they're both in that Salt Lake you know, area. So we're at the Steiner. So this is – I know Cottonwood's a little bit closer to Skyline, but still, you're not that far from your school, and literally 25 people total in the crowd. And probably out of that 25, yeah. I think 20 of them were parents. So you had like five, maybe six students. That's that's bad. Yeah. Come on, guys. Get your team. You know, get your fans out there. Get your school pride on. Go and support your team. And if you're playing on a high school hockey team, like, rally the troops. Come on. Get in your school. Get it announced on the announcements. Like, it's not that hard to, you know, get people to, like, go. And, like, people always want to go if the if everyone's going. So if you make it that everyone's going, then everyone's going to go. So. Yeah. That's how most of my high school experience was, like, you know, parents in the crowd. And we were the at the Oval most games. And I played soccer. It was, like, 10-minute drive from the Oval and, like, West Jordan area or, like, our high school. But. Every now and then we'd get, you know, a good little student section when like some SBOs or some like friend group like, I'm going to the game tonight. I'm going to be there. And then they'd bring all their buddies yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, oh, look, this is what it looks like when fuck, when one, one kid says, I'll come to the high school kid and then the high school game and a bunch of kids say, I'll go with you, bro. Yeah. So like, it's free, guys. You yeah. just got to find the oval. <laughs> yeah. It's free. Like, it's fun, dude. Get to the high school hockey games. Like, dude, it's. You watch, like, if you're in last place or you're, like, you got a good team but you guys just aren't winning, start bringing the fans to the game and watch your team start wanting to win more. Because, like, yeah. Viewmont, I almost think that's why Viewmont was so good back in the day is because they just brought the ruckus. Dude, they get, yeah, that bountiful ring filled up. And, it, and like, East loud, High, East, yeah, East High always seemed to bring the ruckus too, and they were good, it seemed like. So I felt like that was another team that always brought – the ruckus, and I don't know if they still do, but I mean, Murray was one of those teams that brought a lot of people, and it was just like, oh man, this is this is fun. So yeah, and I I think yeah, from my team, it seems like Vernal or Beaumont at least still seems to be the the same in that category. I don't know about the other schools, but yeah, and no, I mean, if you can bring the ruckus, man, you can really change experience and change your team. Yeah, we want sure. we want to know who what high school team has the best crowd yeah we'll throw out a poll or something maybe we'll see who has the best fans and then i'm gonna go to this game and i'm gonna see what kind of ruckus this actually is <laughs> let's see it let's see it uh, so all right well let's move on we'll we'll hit the juniors this is Dude. usually mason's you know forte Dude. we got just in man breaking news i don't know it's not so much, maybe not so much breaking but today on the facebook Utah Altitude posted they have ceased operations and they have set up a trade for all the players that they've acquired through the preseason or whatever and they are done. So they played the first game ever last yesterday against the Oilers and they won 5-2 or 5-3 at the Oval and then today they're supposed to play again and it's like uh, we are uh, you know sad to admit that uh, 
you know, we're ceasing operations effective immediately. We have set up trades for all players. Thank you, everyone. What? <laughs> <In> the WSHL. <laughs> yeah, the Utah Altitude is no more, man. One and done. They went undefeated in their whole, their <laughs> lifetime as a team. <laughs> what? No way. I know, dude. I, the WSHL, man, I, it's, I, I think it's struggled to come back. There's like, so I looked at their division. There's like four teams or five teams in their division now, not including the Altitude that they were in. And I think there's only two or three divisions. I think it's pretty small, the whole league. And I don't know if teams are just struggling and the league's struggling. But, yeah, the altitude are gone. I, if anything, I thought the altitude would be more legit than the Vernal Oilers. Yeah, because they're, like, here in the Valley. Like, maybe they get some people. Yeah. What about, the Oil is a great facility. What they if got everyone the bought, West Coast Renegade. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. What about if people bought T-shirts, whatever? <laughs> like... Yeah, keep your swag. It's going to be a, you know, a memento or an antique <laughs> one. <laughs> what do they do with the jerseys? They just, like, sell them to a men's league team out there? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Anybody looking for some jerseys? <laughs> but the kids keep them. We you got keep we a jersey, get... but it's 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's your stipend. It's your, it's yeah. a it's a coupon for to keep your jerseys. <laughs> but the Oilers, so they're was... still going? Yeah, as I haven't seen anything that about them ceasing operations. I looked at the WSHL page and like their Facebook. They haven't said anything about the league going under. And then in the standings, Vernal's still on there, sitting at 0-1, and the last place in their division because they're the only team that's played so far. Um, but as, as far as I know, they're still going to go. But uh, altitude, no more. And so it was kind of interesting, the uh, two newest junior teams, you know, one down one already. So four teams in Utah playing junior hockey. And then uh, on the uh, USPHL front, dude, the Mustangs have been overtaken. The outliers with three in a row this weekend sweep the Colorado, Northern Colorado Eagles, and they jump out in first place in that mountain division and pass up Ogden. That loss to Provo a couple of weeks ago is, you know, kind of kicking their butt, like is what is putting them two points back from Provo. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Or from Utah. And the Outliers have only lost two games to the Mustangs, one of them being that 6-0, a bad loss in Ogden, but then an OT loss at home. And then they've won 10 in, uh, you know, the other 10 of their games. So, so both so, Ogden and Utah look really great. Yeah, and they, they play, what, is it this weekend or this week? Yeah, they're playing yeah. this weekend. But does it is – so is, it's Outliers are in first, right? Yep. So outliers, well, they they're they're ahead by two points, but they've played one less game. So yeah, I think they both played twelve. Did they? Okay. Yeah, as of if you on the okay, but okay, so it's just the one. Case. It's just the one loss. It's kind of separating. So really, this this weekend's for first place. Well, yeah, and the one loss that the outliers have is an so they have one regular loss and one OT loss. Oh, okay. And now okay. The, the Mustangs have two losses in regulation to, I think, if they're both at Pueblo, and then they have the one OT loss to uh, Provo. So if they wouldn't have lost that game to Provo, they would have beat them. That would put them two games up, or two points up, and they'd be tied at, at 21 points, but they're two points back um, yeah. from, the, from the outliers now. So, yeah, kind of cool that uh, staying competitive like that. Um, and then the, uh, you know, the Ogden got two wins over Provo. Yeah. So they're, they're home and home. So both teams get two wins this weekend. One against the in-state Provo, you know, Riverblades, which are in last place with that sole win, you know. It's – Yeah. That crazy I, I don't win know if this is just how team. Provo rolls. Like, it's just, just going to be there, like, every season, like – like come and come start watching us play in January because that's when we're gonna yeah. we're gonna have a coaching change and we're gonna just turn it on. That's what they did last year, yeah. So we'll see. Like it would be crazy to see if it's change of the new year they go on a rampage again. But goalie fight, yeah. Right like now, said. it's looking rough. <laughs> yeah, a goalie fight, something. But yeah, so it's it's it's, it's fun division. They're uh, but yeah, Pueblo's right behind Ogden with seventeen points, and then. Colorado's at 10, and then Provo at 2. So, yeah, the uh, DC Utah teams, two of the three are keeping it real competitive. And and last week at the Grizzly game, I actually ran into Mitch Slot, 
You know, you remember him? Yeah, yeah. So I ran into him and we were talking and he he does the color for the outliers and stuff. And he's like, oh, you guys need to come out and, you know, check it out. And he might, we talked about, you know, like getting on the podcast with us and stuff. So, yeah. So okay. hopefully we can do that in the future. But yeah, he was telling us, tell me that we, they'd be home that, that weekend, the sixth. And so I think, you know, maybe we'll go out and check out a game if we can get out there. And yeah. I mean, we got hockey and yeah. stuff, but yeah, but I mean, they have a home at home. Yeah, yeah. Weekend. So one's in Ogden, one's in uh, down at what is the Acord? Uh, yeah, Acord. So, so I I have drill this weekend, so I may not be able to go. <laughs> it's all right. It's what? all right. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'll try to make it out. I really will. Um, so let's go. Let's move. Been one of the games. What you haven't been to one of the games? Yeah, me. I went to back in the day when they were the moose. The moose. Before they switched over the outliers, yeah. I actually did. Uh, I called a couple of their games. Oh yeah. Someone, someone called in, or well, actually, it was like a dad doing it, and they didn't really want to do it. They asked me because I was working the A court at the time. There you go. <laughs> and I, so, and then I like overslept on a Sunday afternoon when they had a game. I was like, I can't make it up sick, and they're like, Why? You, you're, you're lying. And I, I really didn't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> called it sick, and that was it. Oh, Mason! Mason's doing the the game play by play, and then he's out there zamming in between periods <laughs> with the headset on <laughs> from the Zamboni. They did. They were gracious to zam. They give you a jersey to zam, and people will be cheering. Yeah, it was a celebrity <laughs> thing to zam. Should have got a yeah, t shirt gun while you were zamming. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's talent, man. T shirt gun and zam at the same time. Oh. I want a Zam one day. One of these days, I want a Zam. Maybe your uncle yeah, let us yeah. me come out there and Zam. <laughs> he usually always needs like a night of the week covered or something like that. So. <laughs> he puts you on call or something. There you go. If I'm not, you know, at youth hockey every night of the week. But all right, let's move on to college. College. It was a it was a good weekend in Utah or for Utah teams. Yeah. Um, the Utah Division Two team got a game in. They did. I, they did get a game in. That's good. Um, they skated. <laughs> they skated. Yagi's <laughs> uh, beat up on them a little bit, you know. But I mean, hopefully they can, you know, get their stuff together. Maybe the Provo Riverblades and them can get together, you know, and turn their seasons around together. Maybe, yeah, maybe they could do that. Create a little pipeline or something like that. A little partnership but yeah i mean they lose to usq pretty bad and, and logan utah state though goes two for two yeah i mean that was i mean that was the that, i think that's one of the biggest wins of the week like utah state's kind of struggled you know competing and staying up there is like they were kind of slipping behind the weber byu kind of like weber and byu were leading the charge and they had kind of traded some games weber's kind of been the stronger team but then you know you had byu win that shootout win and so it's kind of looked like Aggies were kind of taking the back seat to these guys, but they beat BYU last week. They beat Weber this week, so Aggies are back in it. Yeah, seems like they're up and up, and at least definitely when they're at home with that barn, like it's it's a hard place to go win at. And that's what I'm talking about with these high school teams. Like, go up. Hey, every high school team should take a road trip and go watch an Aggies game and be like, all right, you see why these guys win at home. You create that atmosphere, yeah. you know, when you guys play. So I think that's a, a, that a really, true. you know, a learning experience for, you know, getting people in the barn. It's a real thing. When you hear pros, every pro this year, when they were asked what they were most excited about this season was fans in the stands. So Right. And that, that was the first over or regulation loss for Weaver. Yeah. Out of Eccles Arena. So, I mean, it shows you what good fans, you know, momentum can do for you. Yeah, and Weber gets a pretty good crowd, but like they kind of fill the middle of the ice sheet and kind of sprinkle in a little upstairs, yeah. a little on the you know sides. But Utah State busts out the second set of bleachers on the other side of the rink. So like, man, I yeah, I, they use, they fill that thing. I think that's I think that's that's a fun place. That's a fun. They make fun of the goalie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do the whole, you know, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. Just chirp the goalie, dude. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. They 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 get real into it. 
and it's a, it's a small ring. It's got a decent amount of seating, but small. So it's like they're just right on top of you. So it's just it's a lot in electric atmosphere. Yeah, that's awesome. I I think Utah State's coming up. I think they're. I I love to see that it's going to be a three headed monster. You know, going into the the Beehive Cup or whatever they're going to have, yeah. and see those three teams just battle it out. And uh, no, it'll be great. Yeah, and then UVU. You know, it seems like hey, they're hot, they're cold, hot, they're cold. Love. They went out on the road, got two dubs at Western Colorado. So, big weekend for them. So, that was good to see. And it's, it good, it's good to see UVU. I mean, they, they struggle sometimes, but they're not down and out. They're getting back up. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not falling down for the count. You know, it's round six, round seven, but they're still getting up. And they're, you know, dipsy doozing. They're throwing punches. So, love to see that. Can't wait to see the jerseys whenever they finally come out. Probably last week of the season. <laughs> or the Beehive Cup or something. They're, they're yeah. going to pull a Mighty Ducks. They're pulling a Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to they're gonna wait till that one game, you know, the Beehive Cup, and they're going to be down. And it's like, all right, guys, this is our time. We played them ten times. We might win. They might win nine. <laughs> Not this time. <laughs> Not tonight. They're pull the flying double V. You know, the W for, for Wolverine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they put they the flying UV. <laughs> UV. Yeah. <laughs> the flying UVU. <laughs> uh, but, then, uh, then they put the Logan jersey. The what? Sorry. They put the jersey. The Logan <laughs> oh. <laughs> no jerseys what? No, we're keeping I was going. just saying they put the jerseys for the third period and come back and win the game. But <laughs> 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 Oh, what were you going to say, though, Logan? What? They posted about this kid on the team, Logan Hill. He had a, a four-goal game out of Colorado, and I guess he's got eight goals and three assists in his last seven. Dang. So, you know, 11 points in the last seven. You know, 7-11 there. Good for old Logan. That was pretty cool. Take that. little player highlight. Take the stat sheet into 7-11 see if you get a Slurpee. Right. I bet <laughs> they do. <yeah. laughs> Depends on the employee. When someone's like, yeah, uh, sure, yeah, whatever, dude. And then the other employee big. No, sorry, man. I don't, I don't care what the hell you just showed me. <laughs> you pay for the Slurpee. Let's uh, your hot girl, you know. Yeah, yeah, just definitely. Then you just you you know <laughs> you just walk out with the Slurpee. Doesn't even care. Hey. No. Yep. It's on the house. You want more? You want chips too? You want like uh, a donut? <laughs> you want some uh, Marlboros? You want some Marlboros? Hook up some smokes. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! All right, well, talking about not smoking, BYU uh, split their games this weekend with uh, uh, Grand Canyon University (GCU) down yeah. in Arizona. And the first yeah. game they won pretty good, and the second one was an overtime loss. So they also picked up a dub on the way there in Flagstaff, yeah, the NAU. Yeah, so they got three games this weekend. Two out of three, so good for the the Cougs. Yeah, good. Cougs rolling. They're doing good. They're doing good. Nothing they to worry do. about. And then the they Utah. Have a lot of fun, those guys. Yeah, they they do look like they have. I th- I'd say they might be the the team that looks like they have the funnest off the ice. I feel like UVU and uh, BYU are both up there right now. Like they they're pretty active on the social. BYU is a little more active, but they yeah they seem to post fun content. Like just as much fun content as they do actually game content, <laughs> so it's it's, it's, it's kind of cool to see. Hey, when you live in Happy Valley, you do happy things, right? And you know, it's club hockey, man. You you got the opportunity to you can do what you want with it. You know, like there's no there's no right wrong way to do this. Yeah, just you go just, play hockey and have fun. Have a good time. Yeah. And last but not least, the Utah D one team went down to Arizona also. Or was it? Yeah, it was. It was down in Arizona. Yeah, they were in Tucson. Yeah. Yeah, and they lost both of those games. One of them was in OT, so hard fought game. And yeah, and the other one they actually led, I think, two zero, and then they ended up falling four to two. So their AZ trip wasn't as good then. Not as good as BYU. Maybe good, but not successful. Yeah, and then I think they opened up with that team for two wins at home. Yeah, I think they. U of A, so then it shows how competitive it is. They go down there and lose two, one, two at home. So, 
Maybe that D1 team, I mean, that D1 league's a little more competitive and, you know, teams trading. I mean, I guess the D2 yeah. league's pretty competitive, too. They're, these Utah teams are trading wins, so. Um, and then the ladies, they don't play again till next weekend. Um, we had on them on the last podcast, uh, but Grace that was on the podcast last week, it was her birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to her. <laughs> and Happy birthday, Grace. Yeah, so, and then they play not this weekend, but the next weekend. And just reminded, they're both day games. And we were going to try and go, but we have a tournament that weekend. And the Friday game, we play at the, I think, at one thirty, so the exact same time. And then Saturday, we play at one forty-five. so. <laughs> oh, geez. Not nice. going to work out for us, but. Those are actually, is that their first home game? Is that the home opener for that? Those are the first two home games, yeah. So get out there, support these, support these girls. They are both day games again. You know, All right. take it off early on Friday and then, you know, go out there for a little Saturday afternoon and uh, catch some hockey. Right. All right, man. You want to jump? Let's jump over to the Utah Grizz. The Grizz. Keep it rolling. Rawr. That's my guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the bear grouse of the We'll get a sound bite. Yeah, bear grouse. Yeah, bear grouse. <laughs> We're going to get it like a Winnie the Pooh. Like, oh, bother. You know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Grizz, we're rolling. Yeah, they look good this weekend. Did they get a, a dub over Wichita on Friday, a, a shutout? Yeah, so that was Trent Miner's second back. That was his back-to-back shutouts. I mean, he's leading the league with four wins. Really he what? He's looking really good, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of popped out of nowhere. I thought it was going to be you know Garrett and Peyton Jones. But. Hey. And now it's Trent Minor. Yeah, he's got he's got the last four wins. So yeah, and it, it was kind of interesting on the third game. Was Saturday they pulled Jones. He had four goals scored on him, and then they put in Minor, and he goes twenty for twenty. They end up winning five four in OT. Yeah, like they were down four nothing. I think it was in the second period. They were down four nothing. They pulled Peyton Jones. So I mean, he doesn't get a shutout, but it was pretty much a shutout. Yeah, like that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, twenty for twenty on shots. This kid's lighting up right now. So, four wins. He's or been preventing s- other teams from lighting up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got four wins, and three of those wins he's not let a single goal in. So, um, you know, Trent Miner, let's let's enjoy him while he's still here. You know that ECHL usually when yeah. players play this good. You don't get to enjoy him for much longer. So hopefully he stays. I'm hoping he stays all season because yeah. I'd love to be, you know, up top of the standings going into the playoffs. And it's always fun to win. So I'm loving it. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're playing good. I mean, Allen beat him in the playoffs. So it was kind of a – it was a nice way to, right. you know, get back at them. and Come back against Allen. Yeah. And then uh, that puts them in a, right in the first place. Yeah. They're sitting at 4 and 2. Yeah, they're in first place Eight in their points. division. So, yeah, they lost, what, two back to back? You know, kind of, well, the first loss was pretty bad. And then a, a, a decent loss against, caught, what, Idaho and then win a, a third game and then win three straight. Yeah. It, it, like I mean, it looked like it was going to be a rough season after the first two games. I mean, they lost big, yeah, up in Idaho, and they come home, have the the home opener, the, the big crowd, and just, I mean, after scoring the first goal, it just kind of was downhill from there and just can never get back into the game. And then Sunday, you know, you got the Sunday crowd, and, I mean, this is just a testament. You guys need to get to these Sunday games. Like, they're Sunday afternoon, and... Yeah, I mean they usually win, so <laughs> get to these yeah. Sunday games. You don't have to lay, wait in line for beer <laughs> or nachos or whatever you're getting. Yeah, the lines are way better. <laughs> it's like it's you like, can pretty much a lot of times you could go move and sit anywhere too because like they don't fill up. So yeah, you get a ticket wherever and then you can move closer. Yeah, so you know 
We didn't tell you to do it, but you know, you could probably get away with it. You honestly. didn't hear it from me, but if, if you tried it, I honestly don't know how much those people are carrying the ushers. You know, man, we sold a lot of ringside tickets tonight. Check the books. Uh, we didn't sell a single one. <laughs> Who cares? It's Sunday. Get to church. They need to feel like they have fans. Get to yeah. church. Get to the Grizzlies games. Watch your church on Zoom while at the Grizzly game. How about that? There you go. That's two birds right there. There you go. <laughs> awesome. But, yeah, I mean, they're um, back home this weekend uh, against Rapid City. And, I mean, last year we were pretty good against Rapid City. So I think uh, it'll be pretty good games this weekend. Saturday, Pooch on the Pond. Is it Pooch on the Pond? Yeah. Ooh. Too bad you got drilled this weekend. Jax would be loving that. <laughs> That would be a good time. He'd probably be a little stressed, you know, his old age these days, but I would love it, bringing the pooch out there. Yeah, we did it one I'd carry him out the whole time if I have time. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Get him out there, you know, in between periods, doing the, the, the little race on the ice. Jacks love it. <laughs> I'll put him in a harness and I'll race. Nice, nice. We did, we, we did the pooch on the pond once with Chewy, and... It was, uh, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, with with Autumn in her wheelchair and then the pooch, because I had to go in through the, they, they bring you up through the stairwell that's like usually the exit only, like next to the elevators. And then Autumn just had to wait for me. And she's like, where are you? I'm like, oh, dude, I'm still waiting down here with the pooches. <laughs> and y'all had to sit in one section and stuff. So it was fun. It was a good experience. I'll say that. It was fun. So you got your dogs. Yeah. Everybody's got a dog these days. Everyone's bringing their dogs everywhere. It doesn't matter if they're a, you know, a, a safety dog or whatever, guide dog. It seems like everyone just brings their dog anywhere these days. So it'll be a pooch in the pond, bring it to the Grizzly game. Do it. And, yeah, so that's really all I got for the, the Grizzlies. Um, yeah, no, it was fun to see them winning. After and dropping, get a couple more dubs this weekend. Yeah, after yeah. dropping two straight, go four for four, and the goalie's doing hot, and yeah, um, jump over the NHL. Really, NHL news this last weekend was kind of consumed with the whole Kyle Beach um, situation, yeah. and I mean it sucks. It really does. It's just one of those things that like you just wish it didn't happen. And it did happen, and it was, you know, it was handled poorly, and it's gonna put a black mark on everyone's resume and everyone's, you know, organization and yeah. everyone that was in, you know, and it. I think. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think they're doing the right thing by parting ways with everybody that's left. Yeah, from I mean, that team and anybody that knew about it, and you know, props to Kyle Beach for being bold enough and courageous enough to come forward and like put his name out there and get this story out. I think, you know, this has probably been like really hard for him to like unpack after all these years and it's been weighing on him. So I hope he can find some sort of peace and like how the issues are being resolved. And, you know, the fact that his story is out there and these players are rallying behind him, you know, and, and expressing their sentiment. So, but yeah, it it is going to be, um, you know, Mark and the Blackhawks organization for a while, like for the near future. Yeah. And that 2010 cup will be kind of like plagued with this story, you know? Yeah. And I think it's, I mean, it was 11 years ago. It's not, that doesn't, that doesn't mean it wasn't still important to, you know, get this out there. And, and I will, you know, Stan Bowman steps down as the GM and Joe Quinville, like he didn't get fired as the Panthers coach. He stepped away. He said, you know what? I think it's right that I do this. And so it seems like everybody just feels bad that they, handled the way they did and you know kind of lied about it and stuff and just played dumb i mean the nhl pa is in hot water too they're they're not out of the the thick of this the nhl kind of got some flack for only finding the blackhawks two million dollars when like arizona like looked at a prospect and they lost their first round draft and so I don't know. Right. I don't know if you really, there's a really a scale for these kind of things that don't happen all the time. So, 
I think they just it is. thought about it. I don't think they meant to like punish these guys more or less than they did other organizations. It just what they decided was the punishment. I mean, you hope there's not a scale. It's hard for to this quantify. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to quantify, but yeah, I, I thought Joe Quinville stepping down was, it seemed like a, I, you know, a pretty good, like, and, and move on his integrity and a, a character move. You know, I mean, I know it is all these years later, but for him to come out and say like, we failed him and I, I feel bad for him. You know, I just think it's fair that I, I step away right now. Like, I think that was, you know, a, a cool thing to see. It's sad that, yeah, there was failures at, at different levels, you know, during that cup run. And, you know, it's just, yeah, because it shows sometimes we, you know, think with the wrong part of our brain or we think, you know, we will push aside or turn a blind eye to something because, you know, victory or success means that much. Yeah. But, you know, you got to remember that, like, you know, people first. Yeah, and definitely. And, I mean, I mean, yeah, they got fined $2 million, but they, they did lose their GM. They lost a bunch of – I mean, they got this black mark. So I think all that stuff outweighs the dollar amount that the NHL received for it. And, I mean, where's this money? I mean, they probably donated the money to, like, the Players Association or whatever, the relief fund they have. But I think the one win out of this is all the support he got from all the players and kind of seeing the players rally around him and – I think that's a good thing, and I think that that's going to show that, you know, it is a time for change and stuff like this. And and winning is important, but taking care of people is, is important also. Yeah, and I, I think I would echo kind of what like Taylor Hall said. That, you know, he said that uh, there's some secrecy and there's a culture of the good old boys and the, the boys club. But And like all clubs like that, you know, there's, there's bad parts of it, you know, basically I'm paraphrasing, but you know, like there's some change that needs to be made and they need to change some of the culture. And I, I agree with that, you know, like hopefully this sparks some positive change in some of those uh, locker rooms that don't have the greatest culture organizations, whatever, where the culture has some corruption or there's some failures there. So hopefully everybody takes a look at themselves and just, you know, tries to, you know, does everything they can to prevent something like this from happening again. Yeah. And, I guess, yeah. I mean, we just learn on and we move. We move on and we and we learn from it and we try to be better, you know, tomorrow than we were today. So, exactly. and it's never hey, and it's, and it's never too late to say you're sorry for something. I mean, not to get all like you know deep with you, anybody out there, but it's really it's never a bad idea to say sorry. And we all have those things like, man, I feel bad about that person I did something to or I, I said something. It was like, and you might not be like, do they even remember it? I mean just take the chance to say sorry. And they might be like, wow, thanks. I do remember that. That has bugged me for all those years and stuff. So, Hey, if you got something on your mind and it's been bugging you, it feels better to say sorry 10 years later than someone to call you out 15 years later. So, yeah. And you know, who knows what, what you might do or who you might help. By doing yeah. that, so. so get out there, treat each other right. And, don't ever, you know, have an ego too big to say you're sorry. So we can move on to the other stuff in the NHL. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did play some games and stuff also. <laughs> um, There's some other things happening. I mean, Carolina's still undefeated. They they kind of take that title of, like, they're the last undefeated team in the NHL. I thought it would, they would, by the weekend, we there'd be none. Um, Florida did lose, was it yesterday? And it was in a shootout. And they did have eight wins, and Carolina right now is at eight wins. So, I mean, if Carolina wins the next one, then they're the undefeated, you know, undisputed, <laughs> undefeated champs. But <laughs> no, they are right now. Even <laughs> I think I think you still give it to them undefeated. That they last yeah. the longest. We don't need to look at schedules and who's played more games and stuff. But yeah, I mean, and on the flip side, the. Coyotes have not won a game. I mean, the Blackhawks were on this list until tonight. So, oh my I mean, gosh, man, yeah, a lot of bad stuff happened from the Blackhawks, and they played the Leafs, and I thought they were going to get that, you know, moral win, and the Leafs still won, and that was great for me. <laughs> but you know, yeah, Blackhawks. They ended it tonight. They ended it strong, five-one win over the Senators. That's good. 
Time to turn the page on all the negativity and stuff and, and move forward. Patty Kane was back in the lineup tonight, got a hat trick. So Yeah. Moved up on the like what did he move in the first place? Or no, uh third place all time on the Blackhawks goal list, I think. Uh, like four hundred and eight or something like know. that. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see that stat. I was it practice? I just but thought I was, across the bottom of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, yeah, that's that's good. I mean, that's. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, he's always break. It seems like every game or every few games, he's breaking some sort of record these days. And you know, he's he's testing the waters with Mike McDonough as best American-born player. Yeah, he's. I, I heard what was it? Uh, someone called him the. Uh, Sidney Crosby, the American Sidney Crosby. <laughs> and I was like, you know, in a way, he's been that kind of player for us in like that same time frame that Crosby's been in the league, you know, and, I, you know, been a leader on Team U.S. So. Yeah, and I would say the majority of like the kids that are like probably, probably about your age, maybe a little bit younger, maybe a little bit older, about my age, your age, a little bit younger, like most of those people, their favorite teams are the Chicago Blackhawks or the, the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I think those two yeah, teams. Yeah, or are, LA teams. Yeah, if they like came Kings, in like yeah. right about that time frame, like the yeah. 2010. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, those definitely are. It's funny you see that, like the teams that are winning. I mean, in a couple years, you'll see a lot of Lightning jerseys. I feel like you know, on people that oh yeah, I've been yeah. a Lightning fan forever since they won. You know, the back to back. And then Vegas and Kraken. You know, like since day one, which was like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I get it, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those Vegas, oh, I'm a diehard Vegas fan, forever, man. I used to go to the Wrangler games back in the day. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the the Silver Knights still play at the Wrangler Stadium at, in the Orleans. Oh, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. I was pretty psyched that they brought that Wrangler jersey back for the Winter Classic. Oh. When they like they said that when last year Vegas was like we're going retro, I was like what is a retro Vegas jersey? And they brought like a, a Wrangler jersey. Like well, it had like pieces of the old Wranglers on it. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Some of the colors and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, so hopefully Coyotes can get a win. I mean, the Blackhawks, they, they got off that, that naughty list or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, bad yeah. list, the unwin list. And they almost got it, the best team. It was a what, 2-1 grinder on Sunday against the Hurricanes. Yeah. and they well, they pulled it out. And they lost, I think, they only lost by one goal to the Panthers, too. So, like, they're in these games. They just can't get over the hump. They're just not finishing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, talking about a team that was supposed to be bad that's, you know, winning. I mean, Buffalo's 5-2-1, and 4-1 and one at home. For a team that's that's uh, averaging one of the lowest in the NHL, I mean, they're 4-1 they're and one at home. So, home, those guys, they didn't get in the stands. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I know you see the, the highlights, like, wow, this is an empty stadium, and they're killing them. But, yeah, and they just beat Tampa last week, too. You know, they, they've, talk, they've taken down some top yeah, teams. Yeah, they're they're winning big games. I mean, that's huge for a team. And, and Jack Eichel seems to be like, yeah, whatever. Let's, let's, let's finally trade him. And, like, I know that Vegas and Buffalo almost had a, a trade on Friday go down. And it just didn't. I mean, like most of these trades, it seems like Buffalo's just like, yeah. no, 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 we want a little bit more. And then the team's like, well, no, I'm out. And it sounds to me that Anaheim and Calgary are now the front runners. So I haven't heard Calgary. I mean, I knew Anaheim's, they've kind of been the front runner since the beginning. But Calgary, that's a kind of a new one. But I mean, the Battle of Alberta's back. Calgary and Edmonton are leading that division. And Calgary is up. I know Edmonton is winning right now, or they were before I walked in here. So they could be tied after the night in points. So Yeah. I mean, Cal- fun. I mean David's on track for like a 215-point season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's he's leading the league with – well, he was before this game. I, I don't know how many he racked up tonight, but he had 16 points tonight. He was the points leader in the NHL. And, I mean, you got Ovechkin right behind him with 15 and then Kyle Connor, yeah, fourteen and third. So, but goal wise, dude, Ovechkin's got nine goals. I think it's like nine goals in like ten games. No, it might be nine goals in nine games, and it might even be nine goals in eight games. 
Yeah, it's, it's something like that. I think that. they've only played like seven or eight games. He's got nine goals, so he's got a pretty good he's lead. He's tired of this uh, will-I-break-it talk, you know. Yeah, like, I'm breaking it. Well, like, let's just break it this year. He's a little old. I think he's going to slow down drastically. He's like, I'll oh, screw that, dude. I'll show you. So, I mean, he just keeps scoring. And he... I don't know if you saw him. I forget who he hit, but man, he there was a a hit the against oh, the Senators the player. Senators, yeah. yeah, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> he he laid that guy out. He just dude, that guy's like face in the glass, like, and the kid like jumped. <laughs> yeah, he was he was like the kid off of Super Troopers in the back of the cop car, just licking the window. <laughs> 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 oh, that just... that piece of glass was flavored. <laughs> the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> like the ones on my short bus. No, I'm just that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the same guy <laughs> in that other movie. But, oh, man. So, I mean, it's awesome to see Ovechkin with nine goals. There's like uh, Connor McDavid, Kyle Connor, Kopitar, Svenstikov, uh, Lies Lindholm, Chris Kreider, and Andre Mangipani, all tied with seven. So, there's a lot of people chasing him, but he's leading the pack. He's by himself. Yeah. I think uh, Kalorn may have jumped into that seven-goal pack after tonight. I was watching that cap game. Oh, yeah. I think he just hit it, but yeah. So, Kalorn. Yeah, Kalorn's on fire. Yeah, he's on fire, too. I've like a 15-year veteran or something like that now, but he's, he's turning it on right now. He's been in Tampa the whole time, so yeah. He seems like a guy, when he scores, he scores like two a night. doesn't score every night, yeah, it, but he gets two every, you know, when he scores, he's like, I'll take two. When he's hot, he's hot, yeah. Buy one, get one free goals <laughs> when it's Kalorn scoring. That's, that's like using my max, dude. It's like in, in any game, if I'm scoring more than one, I get two, and then it's like, that's it. I, I think there's been like <laughs> a few, a handful of times, less than that, I've scored three yeah, and I, I think maybe only once I scored more than that. <laughs> oh man, Benny Benny will always tell you about the the shift he scored four goals on one shift or something. <laughs> it was I was oh, I was away. Shift. I was I think I was in California or Denver, and he calls me up and he's like, "Dude, best game ever." <laughs> <laughs> I think he ended up having four goals, but I think it was three on one shift, and he scored one, went back out, scored a second. And then, like, everyone was like, just stay, just stay. And he's like, I'm tired. And then he got a third and one shift. So he always talks about wow. that shift was the best shift of his, of his hockey career. That's a pretty solid shift, man. I'm going to tell him he needs to bring that shift um, Friday night. <laughs> we'll take one of those. There you go. Yeah, we'll put Benny out first shift. Like, hey, you're not getting off the ice till you got three goals. <laughs> 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 oh, man. So that, that'd be awesome. But. Um, the Leafs are still 500. They're looking a little bit better. Um, Colorado, they're at 500 as well. I think Tampa's right there at 500 also. I mean, they look like they're kind of getting a little hotter, winning some games lately. But, yeah, I mean, those are three teams that are just not – I mean, you, you thought they would be leading not the league. Performing. yeah. And, and the Penguins have kind of fizzled out. Yeah, a I mean, bit. you know, they fell back down. Yeah, so outside of the playoffs. Well, I, I have a list here. And like, if the playoffs started today, like teams that would make the playoffs, it would be surprising. I mean, if playoffs started today, I mean, yeah, we're what we're two and a half weeks in. We're maybe three and a half, whatever. We're getting excited, but this is what we do. All right, we we overanalyze what's going on right now. <laughs> Playoff start today. You got Buffalo making it, Detroit, Columbus, um, Calgary, San Jose, and Anaheim. Those are that's six teams that nobody had making the playoffs. And then, but more like more like you know crazy is the teams that wouldn't be in the playoffs. You wouldn't have Tampa Bay. You wouldn't have Toronto. No Boston. No Islanders. No Penguins. No. Stanley Cup runners, Montreal Canadiens, no Colorado Avalanche, no Vegas Golden Knights, and of course, no Seattle Kraken. Yep. That would be freaking nuts. Like, <laughs> like favorites to win the Cup? Like, I bet there's four or five on the do not make it list today. It was only a 10-game season. 
<laughs> what it would be. <laughs> if it was football season, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing we got 82, and every you know team I just named off will probably, you know, go four and one in the next you know 40 games, and they'll be top of the league, and all the teams that I just named that will make it are out. <laughs> some crazy skids and some crazy streaks. And things will change, yeah, and shift around. But you know, who knows? It seems like every year there's a team like this, though. One of these teams that is out right now that you think like, well, they'll find their way back in, and they don't. Mm-hmm. Like for me, that was like Dallas last year. I was like, well, Dallas, obviously, jump back into it. You know, they were yeah. runner up, runners up. They didn't, they didn't make it. So no, they didn't. And see who doesn't climb out of this hole. That was Tampa Bay a couple years ago. Like it seemed like they were always in that Eastern Conference Finals, and then just one of those random years they just didn't make the playoffs. And I was like, "What? Tampa? Like oh, yeah. they've been and in they the... got... yeah, and they then... got swept by the Blue Jackets. Yeah, like, you know, before they made their Cup run, their first one. I was like, wow. So, hey, we never know. That's why we like sports. That's why sports are the best. Is we love things like this. So. And then, like I said, that Battle of Calgary's back. I mean, Battle for 1 and 2, that's fun to watch. Too bad they don't play each other until December 27th. Wish that was a little bit more closer, you know, while they're, while they're neck and right. neck in the standings. I mean, probably December 27th comes around and, like, one of the teams out of the playoffs and one of them's in first and just doesn't have that hype anymore. But, yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. Um, but... Calgary is looking good. Uh, Jacob Markstrom had f- three shutouts in four games. So, all in numbers. Yeah, I mean, he's leading the league. Um, Freddie Anderson is looking solid for Carolina. He's got a 1.29 goals against. He's got a 9.567 save percentage, and he's got one shutout. So, I mean, that kind of that flip flop for Peter Morazic. I mean, everyone was like, oh, Freddie can never be that winning goaltender. He's lost it. Well, they flip-flopped Peter Morazic that looked like a stronger goalie. But maybe now we're looking yeah. at it and seeing it's the team in front of him. Because Freddie is killing it in Carolina. And Peter Morazic is doing okay. <laughs> hey, they're undefeated still. <laughs> hey, Fleury got his first win too. So. Yeah, yeah, he got. He was never in the net tonight. About that. Oh, yep. that, that's awesome. I know he's had a couple of close ones, and he's talked that it's been frustrating yeah. to, you know, be in there. And But, I mean, talk about other frustrating things. Cole Caulfield gets sent down to the AHL today. He's going to play down with they the Lava. Yeah, he's going to play with the Lava uh, Rockets. Yeah, so Montreal, they're falling apart. Amen. They're sending him down there. And I think he'll – I think that's good for him. I think there's a lot of people that thought he would, like, just be a hot goal scorer this year and he comes up and he just isn't doing it. So maybe sending him down for a little bit, we'll get his confidence back. And I mean, Sidney Crosby returning another kind of frustrating game. I don't think it's going to be like this every night, but you know, what a, what a way to come back. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he he got an early hit in the game. They're like, Oh, that's how you get into a game, you know? And, he looked all right, but then, yeah, it takes a, a penalty when the last two minutes that and gives him a penalty shot, you know, and he goes that – oh, I can't think of his name, but that, that devil's player goes out and scores. Yeah, Jasper Brad scores the GW on the, the PK and the penalty shot, man. Like, that was, that was a rough way to lose. Yeah. You know, as, like, watch your captain take that penalty. Yeah, and he usually Andy Crosby was like chirping the rest about it too. It was like it was ugly, man. Like it was just... Yeah. So welcome back to the league, Crosby. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, just off the rust a little bit and yeah, move it, on. But I mean, they were drilling him. I felt bad. They he I watched his after the game press conference, and they were just drilling him, and you could just you could just see it on his face. He was just like, "What do you want me to say?" We didn't play good. <laughs> you know, I it didn't go well. I didn't play as well as I wanted to play. I know. I know. <laughs> so, I can say the same thing. I, I can only say it so many different ways. Yeah. You know? So I felt bad for him. Um, Getzlaff yesterday passed up for the all-time uh, points leader for the Ducks. 
and that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was a cool, cool moment. That was. I think I think it was Timo Solani was the one before him. So, but yeah, yeah, I didn't see who passed, but that was a pretty cool moment. That fan group and the, the players all coming on the ice. <laughs> yeah, I gave him a hug. And he, well, he didn't score the goal. That was the best part. We were at, I was actually over at Mark's house and we were watching it and. I was like, did he score? And then it's like 900, 989. I was like, well, it's not goals because then he would have the goal record. And I was like, oh, it's points, you know, because yeah. we weren't – the sound of the game wasn't on. But I could – and I was like, oh, it's points. He's the all-time Ducks point winner or a leader. And, uh, yeah, it was cool that the guy that scored the goal was like, no, 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 you, <laughs> you know, and everybody yeah. <laughs> piles onto the ice. And, oh, that was awesome. So – uh, you know, some, some cool stuff happened in the league this last couple days. And um, some good games going on this week. Really, I think, look forward to Saturday's games. You got Florida and Carolina playing. I mean, that's a big game on Saturday. And, yeah, rivalry game. I mean, if they both lose two games this week, and then maybe it's not as big. But, I mean, I guess, if they yeah. go in there with one loss each or something, like it's going to be a big game because that's going to be for that top spot in the league. Probably, um, Boston, I say rivalry. I guess it's more of a rivalry last year, and that and they were both in that central division. But still, yeah, top season in the West, in the yeah. East right now. So and they used to be in the same division, but yeah, I think they're still a little bit. Of, they're pretty close. I mean, they're both that southeast area, so it'll be fun to watch yeah. that game. Boston and Toronto face off, and then Vegas Golden Knights and Montreal Canadiens. I mean, a battle. I mean, the rematch of that Western Conference or whatever you want to call it. You know. They didn't really have conferences last year, but that semis, huh? Yeah. So I mean, either no, both teams are out of the playoffs, but it's always fun to see those rematches from the year before. So that's a big one. Vegas probably wants to put their stamp on it early and you know shut them down. So yeah, that's about all I had for the NHL. Did you have anything else? No, nah, man. All right. Well, it. I am excited for Friday. I know. Yeah, this is gonna be a good time. I finally laced them up a long time. <laughs> I I feel like I probably have the dust off my helmet. Just to, <laughs> I've been on the ice, yeah. you know, but I haven't put on my goalie gear in a while. So hopefully it's. Tough. I hope it's all dry in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably pull out my like my Under Armour and it'll just be like stiff and <laughs> just hold it shaped because uh, it's been in there yeah. so long. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my glove will be all stiff. I have to like go dump water in it or something. I don't know. Get the sink. But yeah, I'll get I'll get Lexi and Brooks to give me a couple shots, you know, down in the basement before the game. Give me a there you go. Get the hinges, you know, greased. But all right, man. Bro. See you. On, hey, bro. See you on Friday. See you on Friday, man. <laughs> all right, man. I we'll get the jerseys all pressed and ready for everyone else. That'd be nice. Yeah, we'll wash them. I already did wash them. I got them all washed after the season. <laughs> oh, that's right. You did. You did. Uh- <laughs>